You're listening to the So You Think You're Intuitive podcast, a podcast to help you reactivate, grow, and trust your intuition so you can live a more empowered and connected life. Join me, Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, every Wednesday for inspired conversations, guidance, and practical tips on how you can work with your intuition in your everyday life. Because who doesn't want to trust their intuition more? Welcome back to So You Think You're Intuitive. I'm Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, taking you on this journey to reactivate and trust your intuition. Welcome to this Wednesday episode and as always I'm excited to share another episode with you and a very special guest. I am so honoured that we have Lacey Phillips on the podcast today. When I first started the podcast I put a shout out on Instagram and said who do you want to have on the show? Who would you like me to interview? And so many of you messaged and said please have Lacey Phillips on the podcast and what you didn't know was that we had already recorded together. I got to meet up with Lacey when I was in LA last and we got to record two podcasts in person together. I recorded for her expanded podcast, which I love being on. And if you haven't had a listen, go and have a listen. I share messages with her. I share some insights on 2019. Um, Yeah. And we talk about everything intuition. And so, yeah. And then afterwards, we got to record for So You Think You're Intuitive. What I love about Lacey's work is that it is it really delves deep into manifesting. It isn't about here's a vision board and go and stick what you want on it and it will happen because there are some a lot of similarities actually between the work that I'm sharing with connecting to your intuition and manifesting and Lacey and I commented on that we use a lot of the same language but we are both really clear that we have to look at the blocks, the shadow and what's stopping us from connecting to our intuition, looking at our own self-worth before we can bring in what we want to bring in because it's so important that we do that. Otherwise, you just get kind of stuck in the same loops and the same cycles going round and round and we have to also look at the ancestral shame and our ancestor story too. And we go deep in this episode together. We talk about what intuition means to Lacey. Um, She's really intuitive, by the way. Like her mom is a medium. Her grandmother is really um, dialed in too. She comes from a really intuitive background. So we do, we talk about her intuitive gifts, how she brings that in with manifesting. We, We talk about a lot about the subconscious and how we need to look at the shadow And what I also love is that Lacey really talks about how to create magnetism in our lives, like how to be magnetic. And Lacey has just rebranded and her new business name, uh, brand name going forward is to be magnetic, which I absolutely love. And I love that as an image. And I am 
always trying to bring in that practice around being magnetic. I've really, in 2019, at the end of 2019, I started to use a visualization where I imagined that I was magnetic and all the things that I wanted were to come into my life um, were coming towards me and I was a magnet and I was a beacon and I started to use that in a, in a bit of a guided meditation and I've really, really enjoyed doing it. But yeah, I am so excited to share this episode with you and how to create magnetism in our lives and how to manifest and how to really bring in what you're what you desire and it's great timing that this episode is getting released in January because we all kind of want to create and set those intentions of what we want for the year ahead and yeah this episode is a great place to start Lacey has also offered for all the listeners that there is 10% off any of her courses on manifesting on her website. So if you head to the link in my show notes, if you head to so you think you are intuitive.com, there is a code and a special link where you will get 10% off any of the courses on her website. So if you are an avid follower of hers and you've been wanting to do a course of hers for a while, go and check that out. If you are new to Lacey's work and you're loving what she's saying, go and check it out because you will get 10% off. If you are listening to this on Wednesday when this episode comes out, I am also doing a live online circle tonight. Uh, It's all about setting your intentions with spirit for 2019. I'm also going to be channeling some messages on 2019 as well just for this group um if you are around this evening and you would like to be led in a guided meditation to find out what your themes and messages and guidance for 2019 from your spirit guides are come and join me um there's a link again in the show notes and if you can't join live that's okay because there will be a replay so that you can join anywhere in the world you just need to sign up by the end of the day on Wednesday. Enjoy listening to this conversation with Lacey and myself. I really enjoyed it. I think you'll know that from the energy that comes across in our conversation. And I will be back next week with another solo episode. But enjoy this one and I would love to hear your thoughts. So please reach out on Instagram. I am Natalie Miles. Let me know your thoughts and yeah, enjoy guys. Hi, Lacey. Hello, Natalie. Thank I you am for so, having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here and we get to do this in person. Which I is, know. <laughs> which is even more exciting. Absolutely. I'm really, really stoked because there's such a different kinetic energy when you, I've done remote ones before and I feel like the in-person, you really just get that feeling. It's just more special. We stopped doing on ours. We're like, we're not doing, unless we're in LA or New York, like it, you don't feel the energy. Yeah. It's so, it's so nice to have, you know, to have the proper in-person conversation and, you know, the power of the technology and the internet is amazing to bring people together, but you can't be in-person connection. And that is really shifting because I feel like a lot of people are craving in-person like energy right now. Absolutely. I have to, I have to tell your listeners that 
Poor Natalie. Like the whole time she's been here, my all of my whatever psychic everything is so much louder. It's like your, I don't know, your magnifying glass. You brought your intuition, <laughs> but the whole time you're talking, I'm like seeing um, like years ago. It's like Charles Dickens style, like sitting and having tea and a by a fire. I'm like, what are you guys showing me? <laughs> it must be you bringing it all in. We've done this in the past life. Totally. We've we've, we've been you know in England sipping tea. Oh, <laughs> let's go now. You're like I laughed. I'm done. <laughs> Classic. So bringing it back to intuition, what does working with your intuition mean for you? Like, what does that look like for you? You know, it's really funny. I've really had to find what that even means to me in general, because growing up, I had a highly, highly intuitive mom. She's a medium. She has every Claire, you name it. Um, there wasn't a thing that happened where she didn't have a sense of it. I mean, and she really was not harnessed with her gifts when she was young. She was told it was really bad and evil. And so she had so much shame surrounding it. But I mean, there would be times where she would wake up at night because she had me when she was 18 and would crawl into my room and grab me out of my crib and go and hold me and sit with her feet against the door, feeling like someone was coming to murder us. And she could feel the terror and the energy of someone being murdered. And then she would open up the paper the next day and there would have been a rape and murder within a five mile radius. So she was just tuning into their terror. So for me, it was just like, okay, that's taking up a lot of space. <laughs> so I just didn't tune it at all. And then I have a grandmother who we spoke about in my episode, um, who was also highly, highly gifted, and then actually went and studied her gifts and became a channeler and became a medium and all of these things. So I had it everywhere that those took up so much space that I just never even acknowledged my thing. But what I was always really into was manifestation because I came to Los Angeles to be a actress and a model. And I was so broke and had no da -da -da safety and control <laughs> over my life. And so I was like, what do I do? And I'll try to make this short. But anyways, we had a family intuitive because my mom always had one. And this intuitive said, go read this one book on manifestation, follow it to a T and everything will happen for you. And I'm a Capricorn moon, so I absolutely, <laughs> I still have the book, like underlines, um, highlighted, like, totally highlighted, followed to a T, but it wasn't really doing anything for me, but it was the hook. Maybe she was right. It was the hook and seeing anchor that really led me into manifestation. And then I went all down the rabbit holes of the secret and the law of attraction with the Hicks books and everything. And I was always sort of a closet manifester. And it's what allowed me to tune into my intuition because I started to notice when I didn't listen to that stuff, but I, like you, I listened to my guides or the angels that I was working with, all of a sudden stuff would work out. And so I started, they are essentially who guided me into figuring out my manifestation process. And the best way that I can tell you how it comes through for me is claircognizance. Well, that was like phase one. It's really amplified now, but phase one the best way I can say is like, I just can read energetics of manifestation. So I know if this happens, this will follow. It's kind of like a Tetris game for Love me, it. the way that I see it. So it's like when somebody comes to me and they're like, this is what I'm working out. I can pick their blocks right away of what's blocking them. And then I can say like on a subconscious level, this is what needs to be reprogrammed. I don't 
sadly do sessions anymore. I literally just make workshops to teach people how to do this for themselves. <laughs> but that's how it would go. And then I, I like to say that the process is basically psychology and neuroscience with my energetic gifts on top of it, of really starting to learn the art of energetics of manifestation. So phase one was clear cognizance. I just knew it would just come in and I would see the energy. And now it's even more powerful. Like, I can just get people talking to me in a room of what's going on and I'll be like, that's their block. That's their thing. That's what has to change. And so I guess it's still maybe claircognizance. Yeah. That's like the big way that it shows up for me. I just know. Just know. Amazing. And that's a really confusing gift to have for the people who resonate because you can't really back it up with stuff. You know, you're just like, no, I just totally know. <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is it. This is what you, this is what you're getting. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think you get some seeing with that too, with like, you know, there's a knowing, but how you described it, I, you know, for me, when you were talking about the Tetris game, it is like you'll see, you know, but you're also like seeing without realizing those visuals that come through Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. And the seeing too, it, that's getting so strong these days where I'm literally like, I can see, and this might make sense. I don't really, when I'm looking at humans, when I'm tapped in and I'm looking at humans, I don't see their physical, nothing. I go to complete neutral. All I can see is what their soul's projecting and really truthfully what their subconscious is projecting. So I can literally see like the energy of someone with really low, like I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy within seconds. So it's not that I'm physically, it's just in my mind's eye, my perception of what they're energetically projecting. Yeah, I love it. That's, yeah. No, it so makes sense because when people come and, you know, have a session with me, you can, you're reading the energy and then the en energy then allows you into the blocks to see where it goes. Yeah. And the, you're like, you're lucky because you have the guides fucking telling you <laughs> how much better that must be too. <laughs> well, this brings me to my next question because I really feel like, you know, your mom's a medium, your grandmother's a channeler, like you're a channeler too, yeah. like straight up. Like I, that's exactly how I do this work. I always say like this work has nothing to do with me for whatever reason it chose me. I'm just a vessel that gets to communicate it in this way that's totally different than how anybody has really in the past. But I will say, because we had a session for everybody listening. We did. <laughs> Natalie was amazing. She was so spot on. And I'm going to paraphrase, but one of the things she said is that my guides are frustrated, like that I'm not really stepping into the full potential of my gifts because of safety. And it's really fascinating because I have spirits that are always messing with me. And what I mean, and those actually just might be my guides because it's always like, I'm really not getting what they're trying yeah, or I'm like, not listening. <laughs> They'll like hide my jewelry for weeks until once I get the message, the same pouch that I've looked in a thousand times within a bag, all of a sudden it's there. So I know very clearly like they hide keys, but I was also very afraid. I'm very afraid of a lot of things. And just this year I've started to open up and talk to the spirits more, engage more without fear, knowing I won't be hurt. Like I'm a light being, I have a very high vibration. So it's not like I'm bringing in dark energy. I really don't feel that. And so, for instance, things that have been happening <laughs> lately, we bought this house, a retreat house up north in my hometown. And so I've been there during construction and I was sleeping and I don't believe that this space isn't in, like inhabiting any type of spirits. I just believe that they attach to me. And so like the middle of the night, a few weeks back, I wake up and something's spooning me and I could feel oh like the physicality of the hand. And I was like, no, nah, I, I have dominion over the space. Even if this is kindness, like I don't, I don't want this right now. I don't, and it stopped. 
So I'm like really starting to tap in deeper. So I'm trying. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm working on it. I'm opening up more. It's so important that you are because this intuitive energy that wants to flow through you with the messages and the guidance is like so loud right now oh, for wow. you. As we're talking, they're like you stepping out of your intuition closet and being Ugh. like, I'm a channeler. I'm yes. a medium. Yes. This is here. Um, I need to own this stuff. It is what I need to own. Truthfully, because when I launched the manifestation work, I was so in the closet. We'll talk about that later of like why rock bottoms happen, I believe, from the universe. But I was so in the closet. I come from a conservative dad in a small town. He's a cowboy. And I had already had like a quasi successful holistic lifestyle blog, but it was so obvious that I was being told in meditation everywhere, you need to work with people in manifestation. This is your thing. This is why you're here. You need to do this. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not coming out of that closet. The people in high school are going to think I'm fucking nuts. (laughs) I'm not doing that. And what's so funny is when I finally was forced to I like to say all of my resources were dried up one holiday season, literally nothing, living on credit cards. And I know when that's happening, a financial rock bottom, it's because I believe like our worth, the way that we manifest, I don't believe is from our thoughts. I believe it's from worthiness. That's literally the law of attraction. It's not from positivity. And so I believe that the universe is like, okay, I'm going to have to push her out of this because she's not going anywhere. And so that's when I first came out of the closet per se, but I came out in a, you know, it's like psychology and neuroscience, which it is, my and a little bit of energetic gifts. And now all of a sudden I do think I'm being called to this like, bigger level of coming out (laughs) right and on this podcast Um, yeah yeah yeah. here I am guys that's it I'd like to admit I'm all these things (laughs) no I just feel like that's just super important it's gonna like really you're in this real big up leveling like shift right now and that's just you know and I love the way and how you describe around the blocks and removing that and how you know we get taken to you know, receiving nothing, especially the things around, you know, the credit card and being like, something has to change. Like I'm being given this, this is something else is coming in. And so often that's when we're like gripping really, really tight where we're like resisting the changes. Yep. A thousand percent. (laughs) Do we want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, I would love to. What's your, what's your take on that around resisting change and how that how for you what that looks like and how why it's important why we need to look at this yeah okay so I think this is such an important one to unpack especially as we like are rolling into a new year maybe at this point we're already in a new year we are all as uh, this is my biggest thing like as physical beings in the physical plane we our souls have taken this body we would not be here if we weren't inherently worthy of everything we want we wouldn't have come onto the planet right whatsoever and when we come on when we're born we're born in pure consciousness and love it's that moment of like there is no such thing as division we are it's the oneness we're all unity pure consciousness pure love and then we have societal programming from the world that's like pain shame you know all the stuff and as you Teach. We also have ancestral stuff for caring as well that's just looped in there, you know, and ingrained with us. And so through that pain and shame and all of those things, we create what I call an ego onion, you know, and we're not our truly authentic selves. Most of the times, so it's actually very rare that I'll meet like a purely magnetic client that's super, I think there's four pillars of magnetism, which we can get into later, but that are so tapped into their authenticity. So most of this journey, 
especially because we're programmed, like we were talking about earlier, one set way to go, right? It's like go to school, get a job, get married, have kids, have a retirement, retirement and die. Like that's the structure that we're programmed to follow. But we're totally unique individual beings that are intuitive, that have lost our intuition and thank God you're here on the planet teaching them to reconnect (laughs) with it. Um, We have a lot of catching up to do a lot of the time to start actually listening to our authentic selves and to really start tapping in and pulling down those layers of the onion, the pain, the shame, and the blocks in order to shine with our pure authenticity. So again, like I really believe our the universe when it's working with us or God or guides or whomever you're truly tapping into, maybe your own inner intelligence if you don't connect with those. The only objective is to get back into our totally whole, authentic, worthy selves and show up as strongly as possible as that. So when we are discoursing, like we're really off course, the universe is like, okay, we got an earthquake this person. They need to learn this lesson. They are not in it. They're not hearing. And they're certainly not getting there quick enough because whatever they've been consciously calling in or unconsciously calling in is orbiting around them. And it's close to coming through. So when we experience these deeper rock bottoms, let's say like the financial rock bottom or the relationship rock bottom, the career rock bottom, the rejection, you break up with a friend, those things that feel so painful, please, if anybody's going through that, what's actually going on is you're being called to the next level. It has nothing as what it seems, whatever we've been programmed, like we're negative and we attracted this because we were in a negative space. None of that is true. What's really going on is your manifestations wanting to come through and you're not getting it quick enough. You're not growing your worth quick enough. You're not getting on your authentic path quick enough. And there's a really specific way to dance with it that when you do bam, you connect with what you're calling in. And so it took me a lot of rock bottoms to figure that out. And my whole journey of life has been that way. I've gone through every rock bottom you can imagine through all the things I just listed. But the coolest thing about rock bottoms too, not only, of course, do we need to change the programming that we're actually, it's the universe inviting us to connect with our manifestation. You're not bad. You're not negative. It has nothing to do with that. Not only that, but also the coolest thing about the rock bottom, because I believe that we're tested by the universe when we're calling in things. The coolest thing is that you learn how to dance with your threshold. So how deep of a trust you can have. So like, let's say, for instance, if you go through the rock bottom of a financial rock bottom and your biggest thing like me for years was security, right? I Now it's safety in a lot of other ways, but like financial security is not my number, number one thing anymore. When it comes to the company, it will be a little bit because I'm like, people have jobs. They need, like, it's not just me anymore. Um, so let's say it's a financial rock bottom you're going through, right? And that's been your biggest fear of all time is if I lose this, this is what defines me. Oh my gosh, what if I have nothing? Well, the beauty is, A, you're obviously needing to go back onto your authentic path. That's why you're being earthquaked into it. But B, you learn your trust thresholds. So how far you can go. And I have this whole process in my manifestation process called the magic dark. It's when you're like just in that last big test, testing your self-worth between two things. Like A, if you really trust the universe is going to give you what you want. And B, you will truly never settle anymore for what no longer served you like you did in the past. So when you're in that beautiful space of having to go through the magic dark right before your manifestation connects, you now have this like deeply, deep stronger trust muscle because you faced your biggest fear. So you're like, man, went as low as I could go. Like, can't go lower. Now I know how to like dance with the universe and trust it more. 
Yeah, that's really beautiful. I love the way that you describe it, like a dance of the universe, like, because it is that. And that trust muscle is so, so important. Like, you know, intuition, manifesting, like that trust element and that leap of faith moments are like, you know, it is so, so key for us to trust. And there is so much, I love the way you describe things because there is so much interconnectivity with the way I describe things. That's what I'm saying when you're online. I'm like, (laughs) dude, I'm telling all my people to go to you because they understand the language so well for that extra support of intuition. Like, yo, I don't have a strong trust muscle and I just want to make sure that this is like, can you talk to my guides? Like we do have that overlap and it's a beautiful synergy because there really is a lot of space for a lot of support so people can truly align with A, their manifestations, but B, how to hear their authentic voice. That is their intuition, their authentic voice, how to come home. I want to, I have this question that's coming through that I want to share with, ask about time and the construct of time. Cause you're talking about like, okay, this, it's all about like getting frustrated with, you know, how the timing of how, of things coming in, totally. like how, when you're talking about like time and manifesting, like how does that appear for you as like a, a construct what does the time construct look for you because I know sometimes when I'm giving messages to people and they're like so when's this gonna happen yeah and I always say like there's free will within a, like I'm giving you a time frame yeah. but it can be sooner or it might be longer and we have free will over the time frame how's that work with you I'm so glad you asked that question and that took me so many years to stop presenting (laughs) (laughs) and I'll tell it to you actually very clearly in a grounded way when it comes to manifestation so my my theory of manifestation it really it's a lot different than the think positive you know like the old rhetoric which I think is kind of the old paradigm which is a lot of spiritual bypass meaning if I think positive it'll come but oh my god if I'm negative then I'll attract that, you know, um, I believe a, that we don't manifest from our thoughts. I think we think in polarity all day long that we like love ourselves, hate ourselves, hate this person. I want that. I don't, if we were, our lives would be a shit storm if we were that powerful. (laughs) (laughs) So I started to learn after that paradigm of manifestation didn't work for me that we actually manifest in my belief system from our subconscious beliefs, meaning that imprintation we picked up from modeling from the ages of zero to 20. So everything we witness in our environment, media, parental modeling, peers, like magazines, um, that all is the construct of what we're manifesting from on a subconscious level, which is really beautiful because we have a lot of control to manipulate it through the beauty of neuroplasticity or any other subconscious way we want to access our subconscious. And so this will lead me into time because thank God when I figured this out, I started to realize, oh, it's not the positivity that attracts stuff to us. It's self-worth that attracts stuff to us. It's our authenticity and self-worth. So meaning, for instance, I really learned this in dating. You know, we were kind of talking about this in my episode of those rock bottoms in dating. And it was my motivation. So it's how the universe liked to teach me about this, you know. <laughs> and I would like date all of these emotionally unavailable partners. And then like in LA, it's really bad. I mean, you were in London, so I don't know. Uh, maybe it's yeah, terrible. it's you know, London and Vancouver is was just as bad. Oh yeah, yeah. New like- York, if you're listening, we hear you, <laughs> we feel you. Like those metropolis areas, but I was always so nice and pure. So I'd be like, well, yeah, I'll do it. You know, I was a doormat. And then when I stopped being a doormat, which was very hard to trust, all of a sudden things would start to come through. I created magnetism. And I was like, well, hang on here. I'm going to throw away everything I've learned and I'm going to play with this and see what happens. And I started to realize, whoa, 
So the universe isn't like wanting me to be this positive being. Right. So now, yay, I have the licensing to be a human being because I think we should feel all of our feelings and address. I believe that negative thoughts are like a beautiful gift because they're our roadmap down to our subconscious of where we picked up imprintation, where we weren't good enough, pain, shame, shadow, um, or we witnessed pain, shame, and shadow. So we got rid of that and threw it into our shadow so that we would never be hurt. Um, and when we have that beauty of the negativity that takes us down there, now I have what I do as a hypnosis process of how to reprogram and create the new neural pathway so you can snap it out very easily. So getting back to time, when clients ask me, basically, I say like a big part of my manifestation process is do not put deadlines because deadlines don't mean shit in manifestation unless your worth is in alignment with what you're calling in. That's what happens. So when we're manifesting, we have to be fully in worthy alignment with what we're calling in. To paint it really clearly for anybody listening, we're human beings. We always desire more better. That's just how we operate. So rarely are we calling in something that's the equivalent to where we're at. So I'll use relationships again. We typically are calling in someone who, you know, is emotionally available. They want to commit. They're like spiritually sound. Well, if <laughs> if we don't believe Let's we deserve hurt, that. Let's hurt people. Let's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so you were. I know. I mean, and hey, if your thing's like crazy and distracted, like own it. Whatever, whatever you want, people, it's out there. <laughs> it's out, it really is out there. Seven billion people almost, like it's out there. But um, so what's really happening the moment we call them in, if we don't have that already, the very obvious thing is, is on a subconscious level, we witness something where we weren't worthy of it. Um, it doesn't mean that we aren't all of those things. So we're not attracting what we aren't all completely as together. That doesn't mean anything in manifestation. All that matters is on a subconscious level and ratio to what you're calling in. Are you, do you feel worthy of it? And we can't answer that in our conscious mind. We have to go into a subconscious state to pull it forward because the subconscious never lies. It shows you your block oh. right away. <laughs> right. There's no, you know, once you're shown it, it's like, okay, yeah. yep, that's what it is. Like, like you said, um, you, you had that download of yeah. I have to choose me. I choose me. Yeah. yeah I was, yeah, I was it's sat in the bath and yeah. I was like, you know, shit, this is a block. Yeah. I'm waiting to be picked by other people. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What is going on? Like how <laughs> <laughs> fucked up is that and then look at like your career floodgates open when you're like yeah. i choose me yeah. you know and so basically to really answer this time question as long as it takes you to grow your self-worth that's how long it's going to take you for your manifestation to come through um pure and simple so don't give yourself a deadline that process can become very quick for somebody who really understands the formula and like the trust muscle and how to expand you know that this terminology that I use when it starts to become like second nature I'll give myself as an example I used to be a huge shitstorm. my life was like one rock bottom <laughs> after another it was deeply insecure deeply deeply like low self-worth is what I was raised with completely not expanded. And I'll explain expanders for one second because it's really crucial to the person who's out there and being like, why isn't my vision board and visualizing working yeah, for me? Yeah, please do. Yeah, please explain that. This is a tricky one because that I was wrapped up in that for a long time. And I was like, dude, you guys, I'm a waitress at the Laugh Factory on Sunset. And I've been like visualizing this shit out of my Malibu home with a steam and like a pool and it is not <laughs> coming. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you, here's what's going on. Again, because we manifest what I believe on a subconscious level, 
we don't like when we use a vision board, for instance, and this isn't to knock them, you can use it if you're calling in a very specific car. But if you're calling in a partnership or a type of a job, you know, something that you can't see the specificity on, your mirror neurons in, you know, your retina that connects to your subconscious does not recognize that abstract thing of two people holding hands on a beach that don't look like you and your partner. It's like, what? <laughs> There's, the, the subconscious mind is literally like the limbic brain. It's not that advanced or else we it would be much easier to manipulate and work with. So what I started to notice, I was like, oh, when things come through that are greater than where I am, it's because I had what I I term around me expanders, people I identify with who embody, have, or are successful in what I want. And I have a moment of like, oh, if they can have it, I can have it. That's when you know space just opened in your subconscious to allow that through. So again, like getting back to the time, there are three components to manifestation. Number one, you know you're working with a formula properly, not visualizing and all of that, throw that to the wayside because this will happen a lot quicker when you do. (laughs) Number two, you need to figure out what subconscious blocks you have that are there's only two things they're projecting, undeserving or unworthy, which can arguably be the same thing, or three, unlovable. And then three, are you expanded enough? So those three things are going to determine how quickly your stuff comes in. At this point, because I my trust muscle, like we were talking about earlier, is so strong. I do always trust my intuition in many ways now that I manifest on the dime. Like it happens so quickly, but I had to develop that skill. I have clients like Aries, Sun sign for some reason, Leos too, are very, very quick manifestors. They're very magnetic and uninhibited. Um, so that timing is going to determine where's your self-worth at? How expanded are you? How unblocked are you? Amazing. Yeah. So now you can like, be like, yo, I can't tell you guys, I can give you an estimated date, but then if you're out there like being low self-worth and not expand or like, you know, whatever your view is on it, it's going to take longer. (laughs) Which, which so makes sense because my sessions are, you know, I was very clear that it was about not me just giving messages about telling future telling. Yeah. Like it was like my, the, it's all about, you know, hang on a second, you know, this is about the the messages and that what, spirit want to bring through is like the blocks the past (gasps) because if we're not sorting this out nothing none of this is coming in and so thank god for your guides oh my gosh so that's how they've been bringing it through (gasps) and then i've been giving people future things and they've been sharing future things because they're like this is what you're capable of there you go that's the best way to put it i love that yeah this is what's there this is what your sole purpose, like this is the vision yeah. of what things can, that's there. But if you make these changes and you look at these things and you look at this shadow, yeah. then this is what's possible. We're on the exact same wavelength. It's so, and I do believe that this is the new paradigm. I actually talk about this a lot with Jenna, my human design reader that, you know, Krista shares in common. Yeah. That there is, I do believe that there's a real shift happening. And like, we talk about this in the patriarchy right now. It's like so hot in the social political movement and so important. But if we look at the total masculinity of spiritual bypass and old ways of quote unquote fortune telling, it's all just, it's like sex, drugs, and rock and roll were happening at the same, like everybody's like, how do we do this in the like quickest, most easy way possible. But in this new paradigm, everyone's like, yo, we want really conscious human beings that are really integrated. Uh, No, you have to do the work. (laughs) You have to do the work. Yeah, no, it's um, 
it is you do have to do it and it is we're being we're being called to you know we're being called to look at that and it's interesting that you talk about you know quick fixes because this is just coming through and I haven't shared this like for me like ayahuasca and things like that and there's this obsession with like doing ayahuasca because it means that I'm going to really go into the depths of my shadow and I don't know where you are with this but there is this energy of like that you need to do the ayahuasca ceremony to like have the spiritual awakening and or reactivation. And if you want it quick, then go do the ayahuasca because it's really going to happen. And it comes through of like, you know, you've got to be careful with this stuff. Oh, people. I'm huge on like, that. I've never actually done a ceremony because no, I've always, my guides have been like, dude, A, you can do it on your own. B, it's so important to do it. I mean, and I'm not, I'm definitely not uh, shaming the person who has arrived from that angle, but I don't believe it's going to be the new paradigm. I'm so with you on that. I, every time I've had an offer, um, my guys are like, don't need to do it. Don't, you know, do it on your own. Like it's not, you know, it's not energetically aligned. So, but yeah, no shame out there. But if you have, if you have, that's awesome. If that's your journey, totally great. But yeah. (laughs) I also really believe that there's a huge, like going back to kind of the trust muscle and being able to learn your depths. I believe that we gain such power when we learn how to take ourselves through these things. There's such a self-mastery that's going on there that's going to trickle and benefit not only every aspect of our lives, to, because this is all like, if you want to manifest, it's all about worth and deservingness. And that's not an egoic thing. It means getting back to how you were born. <laughs> like, yeah, We were innately born this way. <laughs> all of us deserve this. And I like to say this every time. I don't care what gender you are, what sexual preference you have, what race you are culture if you were programmed to feel inferior or less than a it's absolutely not your truth you were not born that way and b here are some guides and tools you need to go reclaim that because you deserve everything you want on this planet and when you kind of go through the shit of it or and some people it's not that heavy of lifting but when you go through it you have this self-mastery that i mean it makes you more confident as a speaker it makes you more confident in your day-to-day like life and business it's only going to make you more magnetic. So kind of moving out of this paradigm of giving your power away to a plant or to a person um, and really reclaiming that and becoming your own teacher, your own master, like you're teaching people how to be your own intuitive in ways. That's where so much power is going to take us into this new paradigm to have what we want. Completely. It's so about reclaiming our own power. And um, I, I always share like, the answers are already within you. All of them. They're All literally of them. in your DNA. Like they're epigenetically, they're in you. <laughs> yeah, the answers are already there. And it's just you reactivating and reprogramming yourself to be able to access act, access them again. Absolutely. I believe it. And, and really like clearing the fog of everything society has reflected into you of why you don't have them in you because you do, you really do. So I'm just grateful you have this podcast to tell people they do. (laughs) Yeah. It's been an honor just to share it with, you know, the messages and the guidance that's been coming through and yeah, the feedback's been awesome. So it's exciting to take people on this journey. Oh, so amazing. So amazing. What else did I want to share with you? It's a question that they were kept Banging on my head about <laughs> this happens like, to me in sessions like, all the time. Oh my god, what were you saying? And I know. Then they were like, I'm like, what were you wanting me to ask again? Because there was this question that they wanted to. Um, they want me to bring it back to your intuition. Ah, great. Yeah, this is going to be our conversation probably for the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> talk until I fucking it's get gonna it. It's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was it like for you to 
when you realize that you had intuitive gifts? Like, is there like a moment where you were like, oh shit, this is, this is here, this is real without, before all the manifesting element came in, what was that like for you? I dimmed it a lot because, um, like secondly to this, I'm a projector in human design, which I love that system even more than just Western astrology or Vedic astrology because it's so much deeper and it it encompasses those. But I'm a projector as well. Like Sahara is a projector and projectors have the gift of seeing. So when I, I would dim it. So because society would reflect back or partners would reflect back. Great examples, women's intuition. Like I would know when my partner would be up to something and then he would gaslight it. And I'd be like, oh, I guess I can't trust this. So the manifest, the manifestings where I finally went, oh, fuck no, I'm reclaiming this and I'm always right. So I'm really going to own it. But what I like to say about that that's really tricky as a very empathic and sensitive person, when you put those lenses off, it's like you can't unsee anymore. So now it's like so strong and I can see through people. I can see what they're doing. I don't judge them while they're doing it. My ego will at times, like I'll, I'll make funny jokes and stuff, but I actually go, oh man, I can just see their inner child's hurting or it's their shadow. You know, there's no judgment, but now it's hard. It's kind of like when I acted, I couldn't just go see a movie because you're like breaking down the scripts and the character. You know what I mean? It's like you you fail you, right? Yeah. (laughs) And now it's a different type of lens where it's like, fuck, I can see all of their motivations, even when it's ill towards me, which again, isn't their fault. Like envy is a big one. I get a lot of envy that comes at me. I have since I was young and it's the most painful thing that comes towards me because I am so light. I am so loving and I I really want the best for everybody to a fault. Like I'm a golden retriever. (laughs) And then when envy comes at me, it's so painful, but it's like, I can't unsee it. And it's so hard. So for me, it's just actually been really a the biggest thing to say, it's been allowing myself and, um, and what you said, not questioning it, like not allowing others to gaslight it, not allowing my partner, I, poor thing. I just like, I can see everything that he was doing, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but I can't tell him cause you know, that's a relationship unless he asks for it. So mine's just been a journey of deepening and what again, strengthening the trust muscle has been confirming it and confirming it and acting on it. That's how I feel about manifestation. The more we manifest through this pro- or any process, but the, you know, the trust, the, the more we manifest continually, it's the same with intuition. So I didn't really have this, this moment. If anything, I had a lot of moment of dimming and not trusting it. Yeah, no, that makes such sense because that dimming from the listeners out there, I know that they, you know, they know they're intuitive, but we've dimmed, we dim the light. We really dim and we hide and, you know, it brings us back into that ancestral shame around hiding our own intuition around it being, you know, you're the witch or you're the healer or you're going to be killed for you're going to be killed for sharing these gifts or you're going to be locked up into a, in the madhouse. Totally. (laughs) Women. I'm just like thinking of women everywhere from forever ago. Yeah. 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 And those gifts and those things. If you were, you know, for someone that's listening and they're really wanting to embrace their gifts around, you know, intuition or manifesting, what would you, you know, what's like one nugget of advice that you would give them? Say no to anything. That's not a yes. It's going to, it's going to help you right away. Get very clear. Number one, it creates 
instant magnetism when you do that because when you do that the universe is like oh oh look who's stepping into their worth who's just been you know small for a while well we're going to throw them a little bone so like small things you've been asking for will come through so if anybody's in a rut in manifestation right away get rid of anything that's making you feel small even if it's in your home if it's in your circle if it's your family you need to put boundaries on if it's like I hate going to the Friday night dinner with my family every Friday because they sit there and ask me, when am I going to get married and treat me like shit? I know they love me, but it actually makes me feel small. And you start, you have a boundary and you're like, actually, I'm not going every Friday. Maybe it's one Friday a month. And you get rid of the narcissistic friend who only thrives on being your side or you being their sidekick. When you say no to anything that's not a hell yes and opportunities, number one, that's like, pure magnetism like no workshop needed yet right. <laughs> like that small magnetism that will happen that's the first starting point i always tell people like if you can go through and checklist your life of what's a no and get rid of it we even have a workshop on this literally unblock no of how to a communicate the actual energetics of no to the universe because words mean very little when you're manifesting very little actions mean everything when you're manifesting so if you're the type of person who's you know calling in a partner and you're dating and you let a partner go maybe someone you were just hooking up with but all of a sudden you're like well we could still be friends and oh, they could god. be in my life i know i remember myself oh like god this i've done years. that so yeah yeah it's like oh yeah so, <laughs> we could still be friends we could still be friends really i just haven't <laughs> let the universe is like up oh, she didn't or he didn't right. learn anything they're still open crap yep, still open energy portal is still yeah. open so that would be like the very first start I, and i think it's probably very congruent to what you say in intuition completely if you know you have to shut the door i'm always you know, like if people are coming in and they're talking about yeah but you know what happens if I just keep that you know open or is it a possibility it's like and the guides are just like shut the yeah. door shut <laughs> like no more like just say no and yeah. it's you know we do that in relationships it's like you know having the power to say no yeah, is everything is everything remember this boundaries equal magnetism boundaries equal and none of us were taught that yeah. none of us yeah because it's like that the energy behind the word no we've been we've, we've been trained to be people pleasers totally uh, especially in our like ancestral I mean I don't know what I was in past lives but like you know essentially being like anything English forget it a you don't talk about your feelings you don't acknowledge them and you just make everybody happy and everything's fine all the time you know what a mess like the total um watering of the steam of magnetism yeah completely yeah have a cup of tea it'll all be fine yeah um <laughs> absolutely yeah but saying no is so powerful saying no is so so powerful so what have you got coming up what are you what are you manifesting in Ooh. for 2019 well you know because we chatted <laughs> I but, did <laughs> but we're calling in and you were very confirming with this I was so siren to Scotland last like a year for a year and I was like what and in fact when I would actually think of Scotland I'd be like well, I don't know if I'll, I'll I'll visit there sometime in my life but I don't feel super connected to the culture I have you know really felt that to the UK in a lot of well London in a lot of ways but it started happening like within six months of last New Year's. And so when my fiance was like, where are we going to go for New Year's? I went Scotland. He's like, who goes there in the winter? <laughs> what? I was like, we do. And I went and I can't even tell you, Natalie, like it was the deepest soul. Can I was like, I can't leave here. Oh my God. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um, so we're calling in our next retreat house in Scotland. 
And so there's so much that's coming up. It's so crazy how much this business has grown. It's just wild. But essentially what I no longer take personal clients because I just can't handle it. And it was, I mean, I was booked out a year and a half in advance. I was like, that to me feels like prison. I'm an Aquarius. I need space. I need freedom. Freedom. Back to the freedom. And yeah. yeah. And so what we did decide, because so many people were like, I was teaching workshops only in the major cities and they're like, will you ever do this online one day? But I was so turned off by webinars and workshops, but I saw finally one that I, it was an expander. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so beta. It's so user-friendly. It's totally accessible. I love that I can price this at a price that literally most anybody can afford. I mean, our cheapest workshop starts at $30, you know? And so, I mean, we have a subscription class I teach every two weeks. It's $3.99. So when we're pricing these, I'm always doing it in a way of like, what did my brokest waitress self, what could I have afforded because I want this to reach anybody who needs it? So we have online workshops that teach the formula of how to manifest. We have a reparenting series, which is very specific to reparenting all of the that imprintation subconscious that I talked about as a child. Um, so it's a little bit different than normal reparenting work. It's all hypnosis and deep and you're going to cry in the first one. So it's <laughs> a so good luck. People are like, whoa. Um, we have a shadow workshop, again, so, so in alignment important. with what you're talking about. And it's very specific to manifestation because what we don't own owns us magnetically. So wherever our power is plugged into something else, meaning an aspect of ourselves that we rejected because we either experienced pain that it would make us unlovable or we watched other people experience shame, that if we were heavy, we would be unlovable. So we judge people that are heavy heavy and we do everything we can to not be heavy and that we need to integrate. So it's about going and pulling our power cords out of what everybody else will think and judge us and really owning it. That's huge magnetism. When people come to me and they're like, how do I grow my following? How do I grow my business? I'm like, do your shadow work because there's something in you that doesn't want to be seen. So that's another one. Those are just $68. And then the, the really exciting one that's coming out, this is we're really stoked on this because after those eclipses, myself included, and many people on our team, we were wiped out. I feel because no longer what didn't serve you was being taken away. So it was a big form of rock bottom. I mean, in our Facebook group, the people in our Instagram, they're like, oh my God. So we were going to put out the shame workshop again to unblock in order to create that space for things to come through. And I was like, no, we're putting out up leveling because people don't, like I was saying earlier, they do not understand what's going on when they hit a rock bottom. It is a gift from the universe. It a hundred percent means what you've been calling in that's bigger wants to come through and you're not growing your worth quick enough. So the whole workshop is teaching them the energetics of how to harness that through literally the hardest points in our lives and how to then, like for me after mine, the book agent came through, the book deal came through, a better contract, like all these bigger things that I didn't feel like my nervous system could hold space for and I wasn't strong enough and worthy enough. That rock bottom sure made me a lot, right. a lot stronger. Yeah, and you so. do. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and it yeah. is, and it is about the up-leveling. It, it is. really is. And 2019, like you were saying, is about up-leveling. 2019, big up-leveling energy coming in, people. Yeah. Like, this stuff is really important. So if you're looking and wanting to up-level, go and check out, you know, what Lacey's offering because it's, yeah, it's so aligned of where it's, you know, where we're being taken on this journey for, for 2019 and what it what we're going to be going through. Yes. Like and um, just to finish off the up-leveling, we were like, well, we should make it also so that it can be cyclical. Cyclo- 
cyclical for cyclical? the whole year. I yeah. think that's cycl- cycl- whatever you guys, you guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, that we also, so it's kind of like three workshops in one that can really kind of take you through all of 2019 since we all go through those phases. So another phase of it, that's a whole nother workshop within it is for the person who feels like they're just in a rut, like unhealthy cycle after unhealthy cycle, can't get out, negativity worlds against me. So there's a whole workshop for them and up leveling. And then it's for the other person that are like my pretty magnetic clients that are like, how do I take this to the next, next level. level? So all three of that will be in this. It launches December 26. It's going to be awesome. We're doing it right before the new year because I feel like it's such a potent time to be like be entering 2019. Um, and that's our biggest that we're put. I'm so excited. I know. Like seriously, guys, she is like lit up right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I can feel the energy. She's so excited I'm like, about I believe this, in this. You guys are gonna love it. <laughs> She's putting the magnetic vibe yeah. out there. <laughs> For real. (laughs) Classic. Absolute classic. So where can people find you? Where's the best places for them to find you on the web? Absolutely. So at our site, freenative.com, which has a really fun secret rebrand that's about to happen. I won't share the name yet, but you guys will be able to find me through the links on this. Exciting. (laughs) Yeah. And I really, we sent out a survey because I did the speaking engagement in New York recently and everyone was coming up at it and they're like, oh my God, your work has literally changed my life. And the first question I ask people, because I'm like, that, thank you, that's great, but are you manifesting? That's all I care about. I'm like a machine and results mean everything to me. And I had a few people, I think there was like five that said, well, and then this, and I was like, okay, that means I'm like a masochist where I'm not the person who's like, if one person's manifesting, I'm like, I want to leave nobody behind. So we sent out the survey earlier I think it was a month ago or so called stuck and we're like tell us where you're stuck so we can create material for you and so we've created the system it's right on the front page that's called the practice because manifestation really is a practice like your yoga practice your workout practice your neuroplasticity practice whatever and so really key points where you guys can tune in for free um, weekly is every Monday on the blog, I have a manifestation post where I'm just teaching you different ways to manifest things. Um, Wednesdays on Instagram, I have a thing called the art of energetics because I no longer do private sessions. So I like to teach people manifestation energetics since that's my gift and people don't see it. So I'm like, I can start to teach you the nuances of how to dance with the universe. And then every Friday we have a podcast, which is called Expanded. So going back to expanders, we bring on really cool expanded people to show you their trials and tribulations, where they got where they are, You'll, you'll hear Natalie right, on there. Right, you have to listen and tune in too. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a lot of tips along the way. So those are some really good points of reference to go check out things if you want to learn more about manifestation. Amazing. And it's so funny, as you're talking, I mean, like, cool to give you this message. It's oh, yes, really, really please. I'll take all of them. Right? It's like, oh my God, there's this message there, like, tell her, tell her, tell her. Um, it's really interesting because, you know, you're talking about how um, on the Wednesdays, because you're not doing the one-in-one sessions, they're like, this is going to come in for you in a really different way next year. Wow. There's going to be more of you teaching what you need to do on a bigger platform. Yes to the speaking. Like there's going to be way more like large speaking engagements two, coming through. Next year. Yeah. But they're just saying like how you're going to be transmitting and sharing the information is like really, really key and really, really important. And I know we've talked about yeah, this in the session, session yeah. but they're just reminding you again. Can like, they tell me how I'm like tell me how um I'm trying everything here <laughs> I'm like I want every person to know how to manifest how can I make this easier for them they're just talking about
about how you're going to create a practice before you get onto the stage where you're going to be channeling the information wow. coming through. Wow. So like how you do the podcast. Yes, exactly. And, and you're just asking the questions of your guests. Yeah. They're saying that what's going to happen is that during the tour, you're going to go from this very planned tour. Ah, oh, fantastic. To suddenly like, being like, do you know what? I'm getting out of my own way here Just because I am channeling oh. this information around manifestation through. Amazing. And it's going to be what those people need to hear. Oh, I love that. That is exactly the licensing I need because... If we're all honest here, channeling is like the lazier way to go because you don't have to prep. You're just like, cool, I just show up and I transmute. So, I mean, that's great. I love that. Yeah. They're like channel, you know, channel the speak engagements and it's, it's literally going to be flowing through you. Oh, I can't wait. That's what we do for our class every two weeks. I literally, they ask questions and I just channel like no preparation. So, boy, does that seem like that'll make the tour a lot easier right. if I and don't the have book. to prepare. They're like the book <gasps> and the book and the talk are just channeled. All of it's just channeled. Can't wait. Yeah. Let them do the work, man. I'm tired. Right. <laughs> I just want to rest and, you know, like drink smoothies. Right. <laughs> thank you for that. I'm really grateful. And I'm listening to that. I'm, he- I'm really hearing it. Good. So thank you. Good. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat. You as well. I'm so excited you have this platform. So thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>